0: Thank you for listening to The Data is My Science Podcast, the show that makes data your passion with your host, Dapper Data. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? You are listening to The Data is My Science Podcast, the show that makes data your passion. I am your host, Dapper Data. I'm going to tell you right now, you know that we get real deep in technical stuff, right? We can get deep, but you also know that we also keep things at a high level. We've talked to CEOs. We've talked to restaurant owners. We've talked to pharmacists, right? We've talked to uh, all kinds of different people that may not directly deal with data, but they do data-driven decision-making on a regular basis. But we've never talked to somebody that really has a passion for building men, right? A passion for being able to Uh, build entrepreneurs out there okay so i bring to you nikki nikki how, how you doing man i'm blessed and grateful brother thanks for having me on the show it's an honor to be here yeah yeah man it's great man thank you for taking the time out to be on the show man so nikki right okay we have like i said we've discussed all these different things right but being able to use data to benefit this entrepreneurship goal right being able to have this data driven decision making is key right how do you use data to scale your entrepreneurial business quickly and reliably we're going to talk about that growing your business using data okay using data for entrepreneurs and much more we're going to talk about that but before i get deep into that right i want to tell you about nikki right okay this person believes business is not just a numbers game right isn't it is not a numbers game right that's what he says and and it's a people's game Okay, so people are very important out there, right? Life is all about people and probably who you know. Uh, Business is all about people, right? And a quote that you mentioned, right, talking about probably the pandemic, but uh, you know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Nikki, but you, you said we are living in a time where we have been locked down and isolated for two plus years, right? This has had an effect. on the mental health of many people, so we want to dive into that a little bit too, right? You know, and 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 so Nikki is here to help entrepreneurs scale. He scaled uh, businesses and entrepreneurs uh, 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 seven to nine figures, right? I mean, that's a lot of money to me. That's a lot of money right there, right? So Nikki, we're gonna have to talk on the side, okay, <laughs> about this, about how you can help me out with that, man. <laughs> but you know, he's helped experts become branded thought leaders and scaling their practices, right? 500,000 to 2 million 2 million dollars, right? That that's a lot of money right there, right? So when you look at being able to grow your business, being able to scale, okay, it's important, all right? And and there's certain strategies and things like that that you have to do to be able to develop to get to that point. And so Nikki is here to help us uh be able to break those things down, we can get to that point, right? So thanks again for Nikki be, be, being on the show, Nikki. Uh, tell them a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, so I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution happened in Iran. And the relatively benign dictatorship, secular dictatorship of the Shah was replaced by a theocratic dictatorship and absolute tyranny of the mullahs my late father god rest his soul he could see the writing on the wall this was not going to be a good place to raise his christian family so he made a plan and he hustled us out of iran and we eventually settled where i now live which is toronto ontario canada i thank god every day for my dad brother my dad is the greatest man i've ever known because he changed the trajectory of our family he took us from a land of tyranny to a land of freedom. And, you know, um, I know that where we live in Canada, the United States right now, it's far from perfect. We all agree it's far from perfect.
0: Right, but right.
1: there's a bunch of fools out there that are saying, oh, my God, America is so oppressive, so racist. So <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you nuts? Look at yeah. Iran, man. Let me take you to Iran. Open your mouth and they'll throw your ass in jail and beat you to death just for opening your mouth. Uh-huh. That's no joke. That's reality. This girl, 22-year-old girl, Massa Mini, 150 days ago was outdoors without a headscarf properly affixed. Properly affixed. They arrested her. They beat her to death. Man. Beat her to death for being a girl without her head hair covered. And now it's fools are talking about America. It's so horrible. Like, we're not pretending it's perfect, but are you kidding me, man? You're not going to grab you because you're walking down the street and your hair is uncovered and beat you to death. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? At least the government don't do that. There may be some idiots that do that. I can't speak for that, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not what it, where it's at. And we're all blessed and, and lucky, lucky to get to live here. People that were born in a free society don't know how good they got it. They need immigrants like me to show them how good they got it. Yeah. And that's a fact. And my dad was a champion for freedom. He loved America. He loved Canada, man. Just loved it, you know. Because he got to be free, could speak his mind and not be beaten to death. And you know what? I became a champion for freedom. I believe in freedom with all my heart and all my soul. You know, those beautiful words from the Declaration of Independence, man. You know, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Man, those are powerful words. You know, I believe in free expression because that is the guarantor of freedom. Without free expression, we have no freedom. You can't say what you think. Who cares who if someone agrees or disagrees with you? Nobody has the right to tell you they're right and they're wrong. You just can say, I, I don't believe in what you believe. Yeah. That's got to be for any kind of belief, even the most vile belief that none of us like. We have to have the right for people to be able to express it. Otherwise, that'll be the slippery slope where we use the right to express anything. It's already happening in the West right now, man. There's some crazy ass people out there that are saying, you can't say that. That's bad. That's wrong. That's this. That's that. Who the hell are you to tell us what we can say? Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I have to say. And, and if you're an entrepreneur, you've got to believe in freedom because free enterprise is the bedrock foundation of entrepreneurial success. Right. And my dad used to say, you can't be all about the money. You've got to be about the people. Life is not about money. It's about people. Business is not about money. It's about people. That person sitting across the chair from you, that's someone's brother, that's someone's son, that's someone's husband, that's someone's father, that's someone's mother, that's someone's daughter, that's someone's sister, that's someone's wife. Man, that somebody is a hero to somebody else. That somebody has hopes, dreams, desires, just like you. They've even maybe even they've been disappointed. Maybe they even would have been disappointed by someone just like you who promised them everything and delivered them nothing. Mm-hmm. So remember it's your job to turn their impression of humanity around by being a thoughtful, caring human being. Number one. And you know what? I wanted to be like my dad. My dad was an uplifter of people. If you were looking for work and he knew you, he'd find you a job. He'd work the phones until you got your job. That's how you was, man. That's how he was. If you were trying to start a business, he'd meet up with you, he'd give you ideas, he'd bring you advisors, he'd even find capital for you if you needed capital. Right? That's he wanted to see people win, even if you were gonna compete with him. He didn't believe in competition, man. He believed that abundance was the nature of the world. And so Yeah, everybody, everybody can win, right? Everybody. That was his deal. And and you know what? If you worked for him and you were looking to buy a car, or a house, or an apartment, and you didn't have enough money and the bank wasn't gonna give you what you needed, he'd come up and top you up so you could buy that car, that house, that apartment. Man. That was him, man. That he was the he was the, the most kind, generous human being. I, I still have people today reach out to me who I don't know and say, you're Napoleon Ballou's son. I just want to tell you what your dad did for me. And and it was it was unreal and still is unreal that people you know come and say this type of thing to me. And I wanted to be like my dad, man. I wanted to be an uplifter of people. So, you know, I eventually got into business. You know, when I first got into business, I got into the health and wellness field, the health and wellness coaching. I worked uh-huh. with Olympic gold medalists. And then I worked with top top performers in a lot of areas. It was just, it was fun for me to do that. Then I got into the world of, of you know, business advisory, business coaching. and Like I came from a business family. I understood business. Mm-hmm. You know, when I studied business in school, I got my master's degree and undergraduate degree in business, commerce and business. Mm-hmm. And here's what I saw: there's a lot of good people out there. I've always been in the business of helping good people, good people in business. That they've been my, my people, my tribe, my clients, entrepreneurs. And um most of these folks, these good people are good at what they do, but they suck at business. That's a technical term, suck. Wow. Right. And so you know they they don't understand marketing and sales. They don't understand balance sheets, income statements, cash flow statements. They don't understand hiring and firing and culture and mm-hmm. customer service and systems and structures and processes. They don't get that stuff. But I do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I'm especially somebody who knows how to show people how to do all this stuff, and I know how to show people how to uh, especially deal with marketing and sales. Because mm-hmm. sales, brother, a lot of people. They get scared of sales. Oh, they go, oh, my God, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to re-commission right. Right. breath. Right. So they don't go after business they should go after. And some charlatan marketer will come and scoop up that business, somebody who doesn't care and doesn't deliver. So they don't get business they should get. The customer doesn't get a good person helping them, and some charlatan gets the business and doesn't deliver.
0: Yeah. And I yeah. saw this,
1: and I thought, wow, man, I got to help these people out. The problem is the word sales. People just couldn't get past that word sales. So I reframed sales to serve.
0: Mm. Selling to
1: serving, sales to service. Nobody wants to be sold. You don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold, but I love to buy. I don't know about you, but I love to buy. And I love it when somebody who's a good, caring human being helps me make a good buying decision. You know what I'm saying? And that is what it's all about. You got to do it like that. Right. So in a nutshell, man, you know, that's how I help people just by getting their, just rewiring their thinking. So they're thinking of, of serving rather than selling. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, but I've helped people double, triple, fivefold their business, tenfold their business. Nothing else changed except reframing sales to service and going forward with everything they got. Because that's what you need to do. That's what we all need to do. You know, hey, we all got to hey, figure this out.
0: Like, man, you, you have you have just touched on so many topics right there that I would love to dive into, man, because the thing is, right, like your passion is amazing. You know, I just just want to put that out there first. You know, but, right. you know, when you talk about right, the cell, well, one thing you talk about, right, to me, one word sums it up. Right. Empathy. Right. Like empathy and understanding the person right getting to know the people you're dealing with right caring genuinely caring right because a lot of times you can fake it but 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 really caring about how a person day is right that all that stuff matters right the soft skills that a lot of people don't get right is very important these days and you know inside the company right empathy really helps with the management the collaboration probably uh, you know, they're helping to understand the other person's like perspective better, right? You know, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, right? It makes it easier to find the compromise between like two different point of views, you know, you name it. it, it like empathy seems like it's, it's, a, it's a very, very important part of the culture that you're teaching when you talk about people. And then the the other thing that you mentioned, when you talked about this salesy thing, right? You know, I am a big I work in pre-sales right, with my day job for NetApp. And it's funny because I'm the technical person, right? I'm very deep, technical, that's all I do, right? I'm the, uh, uh, the architect, right? So they bring me in and I'm a person that I know I'm supposed to be focused on sales, right? We're doing pre-sales work, but I always try to differentiate myself from like that sales person. I'm like, oh, I don't wanna be salesy, right? Just like you said, you know? But but you just you just helped me change that mindset just then by saying the word serve. Right. And if I go in and I'm communicating with somebody and I'm saying I want to serve you. Right. Uh, I, I I truly believe they would have a different uh, response. So, I mean, it's like does all that. Does all that match with what you're saying when you talk about like empathy and then and then uh, and then being able to help companies gravitate to a different mindset of like sales versus serving
1: service is where it's at brother if you reframe selling to serving people then you're going to be great you're going to do great people are going to be attracted to your message 1000 percent.
0: yeah 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 definitely man so i want to talk about e-circle right okay i didn't mention it in the bible i mean in the in the in the initial biography right you know but uh when when going over things when you this is a company that you built, right? Or that you 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 co-built. Um they did, is this your you're the CEO of uh eCircle? Yeah, yeah. I am okay. ECircle, man, great, amazing um thought process, amazing company, right? And you talk about how you want to grow the business, right? Avoid burnout, right? Build authority, right? Like, how are we, how, how are you doing that, right? How, how are you doing that with eCircle? Talk a little bit about eCircle and what your mission is with that.
1: So, look, in eCircle, we
0: work with um, entrepreneurs,
1: primarily coaches, consultants, you know, um, corporate trainers, authors, speakers, folks like that, service-driven businesses that are under a million in sales. So, that's our mm-hmm. primary kind of target market. And these are all folks who are good people and their expertise is how they help people, you know what I mean? They help people with problems like, um, you know, business issues, like building more wealth, cutting expenses, that sort of thing. They help uh, people with expertise around things like um, uh, relationships and relationship issues, you know, breakups, finding a new relationship. Fixing a a damage relationship, that sort of thing. They help people with issues like health, you know, like losing weight, you know, getting stronger, having more energy, dealing with mental health type issues, that sort of thing. Okay. So these are our people, right? Primarily Mm -hmm. they help solve these sorts of problems and they tend to like not have a big business. They're small, they're micro business. You know, they're under a million dollars a year in sales, right? Maybe it's them. Maybe, maybe they have an assistant, maybe, maybe one other person. That's it. They'll hire like other people to help them out. So these are our clients and they're good at what they do, right? They're good technicians, but they suck at business, right? They suck at business. And what we assist them with in particular is how to scale and grow their business. So if there's someone who's been in business and they're under a million in sales and like our real sweet spot is under a quarter million. Those are the people mm-hmm. we do a really, really good stuff for, right? We can take someone from under a quarter million to a half a million to a million really well. Now, if someone's mm-hmm. at half a million, I can help them double that, fivefold that really well, really easily, really in a very straightforward manner as well. And the way that we do that is we help them establish themselves as thought leaders, as the go-to authority in their space, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in addition to being a good person, taking care of people from the point of view of uh you know it's about them it's not about the money you got to have a way to stand out so people understand how you can help them and you can't focus on yourself people don't buy their way into something they buy their way out of something they're not buying their way into your program they're buying their way out of being stuck at a thousand you know dollars a month or less when they want to be making 10,000 dollars a month or more you follow uh-huh. me yeah um, that's what you need to do and that's that that's the honest truth that's what you need to do with somebody is you need to really help them assist them with finding a way to to buy their way out of a problem so that's what i teach people how to do right so let's say as an example you you said you got a side job and maybe you want to have your business be your full-time gig and you don't want to have a job you want to be your own boss let's say your goal is, well, I want to make a hundred grand a year that that's, that's what's going to allow it. Right. And right now you're not making a hundred grand a year by yourself. You're making whatever money you're making from your job, but you got no, no business income or very little business income. Mm-hmm. And my job would be to find out why that's important to you. Right. And mm-hmm. How, how much longer you're willing to put up with not doing that. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what
1: I'm saying? Because if you're willing to put up with that for a long, long time, then no problem. Keep putting up uh-huh. with it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that That's where it's at. Um, you know, but secondly, is you got to really understand this other thing. If you're no longer willing to put up with that, then I'm going to just say, are you ready to take action now to solve this?
0: Uh-huh.
1: And That's what I teach folks how to do. And then if you're ready to take action now and we we get you going. we get you going. So you move forward and you, you, you do some things that will help you um, bring in some business because that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Your goal is to get to 100K. Well, I got to show you how to stand out. So let me give you an example. There was a young man who um, came to us, and this fellow was a personal fitness trainer. Um, really good guy. Really good guy. 25 years old when I met him. It was almost eight years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Buddy was a terrible businessman, though. He had seven clients. He made $1,200 a month. And mm-hmm. he lives in my city, Toronto. Toronto is like Manhattan. It's expensive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. $1,200 a month is not enough money to live in Toronto, <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i telling you that straight up, right? So I, I, I meet him, and I said, okay, his name's Dan. I go, so, Danny, um, tell me. What do you do exactly who do you help he goes well i'm a trainer and i can do anything and i can help anyone and i'm like
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's not going to work but you got to narrow your focus a little
0: bit all right and then, no, <laughs> i can
1: really i can help anybody lose weight i can help anybody get strong build muscle go to competition and i'm like you mean anybody with a wall and a pulse buddy and he's just like
0: oh, that's funny every i can help everybody in the world
1: yeah i guess i said that's not gonna work you're not gonna be successful we need to narrow the focus so he goes all right i got it i'll work with doctors i go doctors well why would you pick doctors he goes well my dad's a doctor i'm like okay he says i love my dad I go, okay that's a
0: promising <laughs> story
1: doctors make a lot of money <laughs> go, no 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 that's not gonna work you "No, i'm doing it He did it. it didn't work so i said man we got to change this He goes, all right, all right cardiologists, we'll work with cardiologists. They make more money than doctors. I'm like, oh my God, this kid's not getting it. No, he said, i doing do it. He did it, nothing. Through serendipity, he was introduced to a man who was a Paralympian, Paralympian athlete from Cuba, um, um, right? And this fellow had a missing leg childhood accident. Well, so the two of them started working together and it went great. And he wrote a book about it actually which is called para tough really oh. really cool picture of him and 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 the athlete pepito wilson really colorful guy this pepito fellow man from his name to everything just 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 a really wild dude but uh it, they got along great and pepito entered competition and he won some medals so it, it was awesome so dan comes to me and he goes oh Nikki." I go, yeah, Danny, what's up? He goes, oh, man, I finally got it. He says, I've been going after the money, haven't I? I go, yep. He says, I'm an mm-hmm. idiot, aren't I? I go, yep. <laughs> he says, I should be trying to help people. Yeah, I go, yep. He says, you know what? I want to help people with missing limbs. I I, I know what these guys are dealing with, and I can really help them, and I think this could be a good business.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm like, shit, all right, good. Yeah, I like it. So, brother, in six weeks, he signed up 400 clients. Man. Six weeks, 400 clients. Remember, he was making 1200 a month. He didn't add one zero to his monthly income. He had two zeros. He was making over hundred grand a month. He could no longer do one-on-one personal training. He had to expand yeah. to you know, group programs, online programs. Because he stopped focusing on the money. He started focusing on the people. He started focusing on a particular group of people. And he started to, he had built an expertise in how to help these people. So he stood out. Nobody else wanted to go after people with missing limbs because they thought they couldn't work out, but Danny knew better. That's what having real authority, thought leadership, makes possible for you. And then finally, the folks with missing limbs, they ate up his message. Just imagine, put yourself in their shoes, as it were. They probably are not thrilled that they don't have all their limbs. Would you agree with that assessment? They would want to have all their limbs if they could. And they probably have some beliefs that are limiting about what's possible for them. Uh-huh. Fair enough? So, um, as a result of that, these folks, when Danny came to them with a message of you can do anything anyone else can do, and I'm going to show you, they ate that up, man. They ate wow. that up. And that, my friend, is what worked. That yeah. is what allowed Danny to go from $1,200 a month to over 100 grand a month
0: man 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 you know and 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 it's crazy because i know over time as your as your business continues to grow you know um people tend to use data right to better understand uh their decision making within their business uh do you all tend to use like data to be able to do that right understand the customers better optimize the advertising efforts right Uh, uh boost your profits things like that do you is that what you all coach throughout the entrepreneur sub uh, entrepreneurship journey? Yeah. Um, so I'm not. I'm not a data expert like
1: you're a data expert,
0: right? But right, right.
1: absolutely, we use data in our own decision making, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we want to know. Um, we want to know who our ideal customers are. We want to know who are the people that really fit for us, and we've understood that. Our best customers are people that have been in business for a few years, at least, right? Um, Our best customers are kind of between 80K and 250K when they come to us. And they're hungry. They're not happy with where they're at. They want to go to another level. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. want to go to another level. And um, that's what you got to understand. And that's what you got to help people understand
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is
1: it's time to go to another
0: level. Right. Right. No, no, definitely, man. You know, I sit there and, and people tend to do it on every year basis. Would you say that, I mean, this is, this is completely uh, left field, right? You know, away from data, right. But focusing on the business strategy of things, when you're talking to somebody, you're saying going to another level, um like what's your thoughts on the whole New Year's resolution thing, right? You know, versus it being, you know, it 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 being let's go to another level right now. I don't care if it's the middle of the year or whatever it is, but do you get a lot of people coming in saying it's a New Year's resolution? I want to go to another level, 2023, let's go.
1: New Year's definitely a time where people feel a bit of a fire under their 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 butts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for us, we work with how the world is, not how the world should be. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's people who want to win. I mean, at the beginning of every week, the beginning of every day, the beginning of every month, every quarter, every year, you have an opportunity to reset and level up.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, man. You know, and so I, I see a lot of people these days, a lot of businesses using data to kind of scale their entrepreneurial like business quickly and reliably right uh uh what are some of the thoughts on that like do you all use tools do you recommend tools to entrepreneurs to be able to uh scale their business uh quickly sure. and reliably? we
1: use uh we use crms we use uh, some called kajabi oh
0: we yeah think kajabi. that's
1: important we think that's yeah. important for people to use everybody needs to figure that out for themselves but like i said i'm not an expert in You know, implementing CRMs—that's not my shtick. I'm a Mm -hmm. believer in it, and I and I and I teach people to do it, but it's not what I teach. How to do data—that that's your thing, right?
0: I I teach them other things. No, 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 absolutely, man. You know, and you know, for me, I believe that. You know, I mean, what I'm learning here is amazing because. Um, so many times, right? As we as we transition into some of this, like the new the new wave of things, right? You know, data, data, data. Everybody's using data for things, all the time. But there's a certain niche, right? There's a certain certain place where data, I don't think necessarily fits, right? Um, or it 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 kind of, I feel like it 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 can play a role, but in your in what you're doing with people, right? And and honestly, this kind of counteracts like a lot of things I believe in, right? As, as I grew into this industry, all I did was say, man, data can be used everywhere. It's data, 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 data. But then with your unique, with what you're doing right now with these entrepreneurs, with these businesses, right, with people, with men, right? You know, put the data aside, right? The passion, right? The 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 goal, the vision that you have for these people. It's not using data to really make these decisions, right? You're bringing something out of these people, right? Some type of driver, right? And it's not really the data that's really being the driver. It's 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 it's, it's actually you're somehow you're bringing that tiger out of them, right? That that lion out of them. You know, and you're not saying, hey, look, let's use these statistics, this data over here to be able to drive it. But you're you're being able to do things to improve productivity. Right. You know, internal processes out there in place and and you're being able to get those get personal with your customers. Right. You know, data can be a key for that, but you're not even using data for that. You know, so this kind of shows that even though data driven decision making is out there, what you're doing is something that is 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 different. Right, or maybe not even different. It could be like old school way of doing things, and people have forgot about things. Right, you know, is that would you would you say that that's that's kind of the path that you're following right now?
1: Look, what we're about doing
0: is inspiring the greatness in
1: in in people, so that that Mm -hmm. greatness comes out and they can win. I want to help people win. Like, everybody deserves to win. Mm -hmm. You deserve to make. Great amounts of money. You deserve to build a fantastic life for your daughter and your wife. You know, um, and you deserve to live a life where you're fulfilled and you're making a difference for your fellow man and woman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We mm-hmm. all deserve that, right? That's yeah, why God yeah. put us on this earth, you know. Um, we're human beings.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: it's our job to treat every human being with love and respect and caring. And that's that's my deal, man. i I'm here to help people win and make more money. I really love it when, as a result of my efforts, um, somebody learns something, takes an action, and they make more money and they're able to help their family in a bigger way. That's what I'm all about.
0: Yeah, man, being, a, being able to, I mean, that touches on a lot because, you know, as I think sometimes we forget about some of the personal goals and the drivers that you're implementing. To be able to get those personal goals out, right, which is big for us. And so, you know, I appreciate you being able to uh, to to implement that. And a lot of people don't understand that there's this, like I said, there's there's this, the way technology is going, the way society is going, right? Social media, all these different things. You forget about some of those nuggets, those processes in place that you need to be able to give you that gift, or that driver that you have, right? You know, to be able to win. Right. You know, you don't have to use technology to win. You don't have to sometimes it just go out there and get that crap. Right. Go out there and do it. Right. You know, and and he said that. I remember I remember seeing seeing uh, um, it's, it's like a YouTube video that's out there. Right. By Will Smith. And he said uh, he said, man, I mean, they asked him, like, how do you how do you succeed? How did how bad do you want to succeed? Right. You know. And he said, Man, I'm telling you, this is this is what I look at when I when I say I'm going to succeed. He said, if I'm running on the treadmill, right, and there's a person next to me, right? He's he said, I'm either going to beat that person, right, and racing on the treadmill, or I'm gonna die trying. Right. Then you have like people like Eric Thomas, who's out there as a motivational speaker who says, Look, I'm going to, I gotta succeed as bad as I want to breathe, right? And gave the whole story about breathing, uh, being able to do something like that. So those type of things are important, man. So I appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, At the end of it, you know, I always like to leave with what I call a a dope nugget or gem that I've learned. And what I've learned is that, you know, um, get past that salesy mentality, right? You know, you have a lot of technical people out there. You have a lot of uh, sales people out there, right? But you want to call it what you said, serving. Serving is a different mentality, right, from from being able to say I'm going to be salesy and then focusing on the people, not the money, right? You know, when you focus on the people as an organization, shoot, I mean, I'm hoping that my company NetApp right now listens to this because, uh, you know, they're a huge organization, right? Millions and millions of people, right, that are working for the company, right? Or thousands thousands thousand of people, I don't know. It's a big difference, but it's a huge number of people that work for this company, And we have so many people that are sales focused. They're always focusing on trying to get the money, right? They're not focusing on the people themselves. And honestly, you make better sales when you can present that you have that people, people connection, right? And, and some of the things I've also learned is that you're, that you all uh, use data uh, to actually make decisions, but that's not the main focus right? You know, and, and you're being able to understand the avatar, right. And, and using data to be able to make specific decisions is very important out there. So Nikki, I thank you for being on. Is there anything that you want to leave with the audience? Hey, listen, you
1: want to find out more about, uh, me and the work that I do, uh, look up Nikki Billu anywhere on social media at Nikki Billu and go on Amazon and type in my name, Nikki Billu, and you'll, um, You'll see all the books I've written. I've written eight books. I do two podcasts. So go do that. And my main website's called ecircleacademy.com. In particular, if you own a business and you're looking to take it to the next level, you can go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment and set up an appointment with me there to um, have a strategy call, a success call, and get you started so you crush 2023 and you don't stay stuck no more.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. You know, well, thank you, Nikki. I appreciate it. Audience, as you know, I like to play a game really quick called Overrated Underrated. All right, this is where we get to have a little bit of fun and I get a chance to be able to introduce you to somebody that's not always geeking it out, not always technical, not always focused on their business, right? But 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 they do think about things like sports, right? They do have an opinion about. bicycle or something like that right you know they do care about having an opinion about things other than what they do so nikki are you ready to play the game yep all right first topic is niagara falls underrated underrated all right all right yeah I, i've never been and i've been there bef- i've been to toronto uh, at least two times i think for like caravana or something like that and then caravana something else Rock. yeah 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 you know and i never got a chance to go there so you know i cannot wait to be able to go there because i mean especially you saying it's underrated man you know you actually live there so yeah, i know that would yeah. be great okay okay um shopping
1: Overrated.
0: I hate it, man. I'm with you on that, (laughs) brother. All right. iPhones. Just right. Just right where it needs to be? Okay, okay, okay. I like that. The World Cup.
1: Oh, man, underrated, brother. It's the greatest thing (laughs) on wheels.
0: <laughs> so for you, for those of you who do not know, uh, Nicky is an avid. He loves the World Cup, right? You know, correct me if I'm wrong. That was one of the things that you really love. So yeah, you know, no, I'm awesome. excited. Uh, have you ever been at all?
1: Um, I've been to a World Cup game. No, I've been to the
0: Olympics, but not the World Cup. To, oh man, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't been either. I think the Olympics this year is, I mean, 2024 is in Paris or something like that. I would love to go to something like that, you know, but both of them I need to go to, you know. All right. Two more. Cheese. Cheese? Just right. Just right? Just right? Okay. Okay. And lastly, CEOs of a company. That's complicated, man. It can't be so.
1: <laughs> there's some that are overrated. There's some that are underrated. And there's some that are just right.
0: So uh, what about that? position? Not an easy
1: answer. I mean you, you need know. CEOs <laughs>
0: okay 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 all right cool well one more one more before we leave um I would say the famous waterfront skyline have you been yeah. there out uh, in Toronto oh the Toronto skyline yeah, yeah
1: that's uh that's just right that's just right' just right
0: Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, look, Nikki, I appreciate you being on the podcast. It's been amazing. The audience is going to love this episode because uh, I think you've given a lot of insight, empowerment, you know, and motivation to a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you being on. Where can they reach you at, Nikki? Uh, you said social media, just type in Nikki.
1: Yeah, Nikki, Billu, anywhere. But honestly, if you're a business owner, go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Let's jump on a call. Let's make yeah. you some money in 2023.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I think I might have to jump on that, man, myself, you know. Hey, audience, uh, I love you all. You know, I thank you for listening to the Data is My Science Podcast, show that makes data a passion. I'm your host, Dapper Data. Again, you can reach me at Mr. Dapper Data on any one of the social media platforms. And again, subscribe to my book out there, www.missandapperdata.com forward slash dapper book. And if you want to reach me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash dapper data. Thank you. Love you. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Data is My Science Podcast. The show that makes data your passion. With your host, Dapper Data. Thank you for listening to The Data is My Science Podcast. The show that makes data your passion. With your host, Dapper Data!